0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Just a week ago, we were in the midst of all that food out there at the Minnesota State Fair. It's fantastic. We don't have a bite for you in here at all.
2: I I think I've got some stored up here. (laughs) We're okay. uh, We're we're okay. Uh, Chris is here. Actually, last week I had to run out of there super quick. My daughter had a volleyball tournament. Well, that's right. You did. I didn't get any food, but... I guess the week before we did.
1: Well, uh I don't see your pal here. He's coming. Oh, it he's, is. Yeah, he's coming. So as they he's, say he'll be he's coming he's in. Get some hot. coffee. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. very good. Chris Rooney Andy Prasky. Well, let the, well well we're waiting for uh for him to show up. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the market and your prediction.
2: Yeah. Oh, I know. Well, you know, I've been saying there's uh <laughs> it starts up you know, kind of like in the middle of August again, uh, July is usually a slow month, kind of in the middle of August, it, it kind of heats up, but then it stops again right around Labor Day. And then there's like a hangover. And uh, that hangover was this last week, uh, going into this weekend, which is the Parade of Homes, the the startup of it. But then that's typically when things start moving again. So now the fall market starts moving again. So I'm, I, I've am i been right so far, Denny. I, I like that. Now, yep. we haven't
1: heard from the other side yet because he's yep. not here. Yeah. yeah. So maybe exactly. it's just as well.
2: Yeah, exactly, yeah. He, <laughs> he can't fight me on this one, but I think it's but it's it's true. And historically, you know, that's what it does. I think uh, you know, obviously there's a little thing that started up this last couple weeks with school and uh that tends to slow people down and then they start getting back into their routine and they start getting out and looking again. Uh, you know, we talk uh before about trying to get your house listed so people can get in before school. Yeah. And I'll tell you we we really don't see that anymore. You don't. No, you don't because I don't know if you you probably don't do it, but I mean, you see at the schools, I mean almost every kid drives or gets dropped off. Isn't that true? I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable how much little uh the buses that they actually use. So, I think that is, you know, if someone's going to live in a, an area got a, a great example of a house that uh we're selling these guys moved up from um, Florida to be able to get in, but they didn't care about, I mean, they have some interim living, you know, but they have to drive their kids quite a ways to get to the school district that they're eventually going to be in. And so, yeah, it's it's uh, it's quite interesting, interesting how it goes. Yeah. Wow. It really has. That's made a big difference. Um, but yeah, the market uh, overall... Uh, I think it is poised to do some good things. I really do. Uh, we saw some good little a spurt of action, and then obviously the holiday happened. And I think it's going to kind of hit up again. And this weekend, uh, actually today, starts the the Parade of Homes. That's so, always a fun time. You it know? Is. is
1: that as, as popular as it always has been, the same place, Parade of Homes?
2: It's getting more. You know, last week we had uh, Batsy on uh, the Builder Association of the Twin Cities, and they were talking about um, – you know, when when it was low, I mean, there was like 200 homes on it. Now there's 385. But I think people really, um, I, from a builder perspective, uh, and we found out that last week too, but from a builder perspective, they are really, uh, really trying to impress, um, you know, because it's, it's kind of their showtime. And, uh, and when they do that, now this year they have the... The, five, the dream homes again. Oh, There's yes. five dream homes. you got to pay $5 a piece. But it goes to a good cost. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. and uh, But going in those homes, I mean, and that's the, the way it is. I mean, we get so many of these homes to get so many ideas. We get a lot of people. What would you say, Andy, probably oh. the difference between how many are coming in to kind of just look versus how many are there to buy?
3: You know, I heard a stat that it was 56% of the people that are in the models looking are actually looking to buy if they find the right deal. In the right package.
2: Yeah, yeah. I know you've been uh, working crazily uh, all week long trying to get models. Andy uh, runs a team and he also uh, represents a builder, but with multiple models.
3: Yeah, yep. So this is a bit, this is kind of the big show. This one in the spring preview are, are opportunities to really put our, you know, examples of what we can do out there. And what's kind of new too is, or exciting is, you know, new flooring materials this year, there's new floor plans, there's new, you know, cabinet styles. So there's a lot of things that, you know, our group's introducing that we're excited about. And so it's, uh, you know, it. Uh, you just want to make sure that everything shines and, and looks great. So
2: Yeah, we're going to take uh, calls and texts, obviously, but uh, we're also going to kind of get into some of the homes that are out there and kind of some of the neat things um, that are happening. I saw one, um, and it's about the whole green living thing, which I, I understand some of it, but not all of it. But this one is saying uh, it's a parade home in Afton. Uh, it's number 48, it's at nine hundred thousand dollars, but they're saying that that the energy cost will be zero. It's a net zero. R- zero you're home. kidding? A net zero home. Wow. So that's uh, yeah. I mean, it's going to cost you. I mean, they they say it's about five percent more, so it's going to cost you about forty-five to fifty thousand dollars more mm-hmm. in which to be able to build
3: it. Mm-hmm. But in the end. I mean Do you have the square footage and things like that listed there too? Not to put you on the spot, but I'm I'm just curious because I'll look up the number. Yeah. You know, when, when you get into energy efficiencies, there's there's the I feel good about what I've done and then there's the reality of what pays for itself. And so there's times where even the builders will tell you, you know, boy, going with this kind of a water heater or this kind of a stove will, you know, give you more value and then, you know, there but there's the other side of it. I see a lot more of the Kind of the empty nester crowd saying, "Cool, let's put in some solar. Let's do some, yeah. you know, um, other cool alternatives that that you know." It's a four, They have the budget. Yeah,
2: four bedroom, four bath, thirty three hundred and fifty square feet. Wow, for mm-hmm. nine hundred thousand yeah. on ten acres, you know. So, Seems fair. And I, but I think you almost have to get it on acreage mm-hmm. because of some of the um, restrictions that. Um, you know uh, developments are doing like in the city, right. I think you have to you know to be able to get the solar panels and all that kind of stuff. Get your own little coal plant in the corner of the property and, <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
3: laughs> Say, uh, <laughs> We
1: should uh, throw, toss out the phone number and text number It's the same number, so if you have a real estate type of question, call it in or t- uh, text it in six five one nine eight nine nine two two six your real estate questions this hour. We were talking about my
2: wonderful predictions Andy about uh, the market and when it cools and, and goes and we did have that yeah. hangover
3: this last week oh yeah um predictions uh fall good you know I think that rates um should you know where we're positioned right now anyway it, lo- it sure looks like rates will stay you know very attractive um there's there's a lot of uh like we we're talking about pent-up energy in the, in the marketplace and it's it's a I don't I don't know if people have become fatigued or what but I I just hope that the interest rates being as attractive as they are are still, you know, enough to get people to say, you yeah. know what, I'm going to go out there and just fight the fight. Because I think a lot of people have really become fatigued with trying to get that house that they've, they've dreamt of, even if the payment's low, to get it is just a challenge. And so, you know, affordability at that workforce level is is definitely a challenge. And so we're, even with the new, you know, like last week we had some great guests on too talking from the Builders Association um, or Housing First Minnesota and they were talking about the challenge of getting the price point down to where the balance is there for the, you know, the work, as they call it, the workforce and the affordability. So it's so long story short, I think we'll have a good fall, but I think it's going to be held back based on not having the right kind of inventory available for the people that want to buy.
2: Searching, searching the book, I was kind of uh, doing this over the last few days, kind of preparing. And uh, I think you've got you to gotta cross the border to get under 300000 you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there is some, but I mean, for housing and stuff like that, I mean, getting on the other side, getting into Wisconsin, Somerset, mm-hmm. uh, Prescott, that they're getting under uh, that three hundred thousand mark. new construction, awesome. which is not easy. Well, you know, and
3: I, I we, uh, one of my uh, agents on the team last week had a client that came in and said, "Hey, we we have three hundred thousand. We're retired. Um, this is cash. We want to build our retirement home." And when you sit down and you actually look at the lots that are available, and I'm Northeast Metro is kind of doing the uh, uh, Lionel Lakes. Area and looking for like and, and trying to find lots. So we found some lots for sixty five thousand. By the time we built that fourteen hundred square foot slab on grade home, we were in the three twenty range. You know, we had to go back to where the only way we could get in under three hundred is to go to a two bedroom one bath nine eighty split with a two car garage. And then we were comfortably into the you know two eighties. Um, but that's now they had seven stairs they didn't want to deal with. So it's you know it's kind of a challenge.
2: Yeah. Well, here's a, a good question: uh, new home versus existing. Bigger bang for the buck. I think that's, to me, that's kind of a a, a tricky question. Obviously, you're mm-hmm. going to get more um, with existing uh, new construction. You know, if you put in an air conditioner, you pay for what that air conditioner has. Right. You know, um, if you got a bad roof on a house, that necessarily, you don't have to pay for that. Uh, a buyer wouldn't have to say, you know what, it's going to cost me 22000 more right. to be able to buy that house. If someone puts a new roof on it, it right. might enhance it a little. So. I mean obviously there's a lot bigger bang for the buck, but how about looking long term
3: well let me let me add throw in there because i that's one of my favorite conversations is when you look at new, the price might be higher, but the cost to own it is lower versus you may have an existing home that the price is lower, but the cost to own it is higher, like you just said. so if you want to move into a house and maybe you have the you know you spend a little bit more to get the new house, but now everything's under warranty everything's energy efficient everything's shiny brand new. Versus buying an existing house it is maybe a lower price, which is attractive, but then yet let's have a furnace go out and there's $5,000 or you have you know, your AC or you need to do a new deck or the roof or the windows, you name it, um, as we all know. So the cool part about new, there's a couple of things, um, <laughs> not to make this a new uh, construction commercial, but um, what's nice about new is everything is under warranty. You get the maximum life out of everything that's there. And you also get a tax. Currently, um, you're paying lot taxes a lot of times with your home when you buy it, if that you time year. it correctly, the first mm-hmm. year. So you're also getting a break on the taxes, property taxes. So it's, it's a double. Awesome. Right. But
2: it's, it's, it's kind of like with my wedding. I'll never forget. It was <laughs> you got <a> tax <laughs> flowers. No flowers and photos. And that, the same thing that does it is blinds mm-hmm. to me. It's the kind of the, you know, the flowers and float. Are you serious? They're that much? I mean, that was a long time ago, but <laughs> yeah. blinds is always the thing that gets me too. So
1: you
3: got to have those when
1: you have new construction.
2: We got an
3: argument over mashed potatoes at my wedding. I said, my family's a big family. They want mashed potatoes. <laughs> did you have gravy? We, we did, of okay. course.
1: Oh, all right. All right. We, on that note, well, it's getting to be lunchtime, isn't it? Uh, we're going to take this break. Be right back. If you have a real estate question, we've opened up the phone lines, or you can send a text. We've already got a bunch of text messages. 651-989-9226. And welcome back to The Real Estate Show here on News Talk 830WCC. Chris and Andy in the studio answering your questions. If you have a real estate type of question, call it in, 651-989-9226. Same number applies if you want to send text message. As you can see, guys, we have some of those. Here's one. You talked about the Parade of Homes. That starts this weekend, did you say? Yeah, that's, yeah. It, it starts in
2: an hour and a half. Okay.
1: Yep. Does the Parade of Homes, a texter says, affect the sale of existing homes?
3: Big time. Really? I think so. Yeah, okay. because what happens is you get people that are kind of under the ether of, hey, look at what you get for five fifty, and then they're like, oh my gosh, that house is only four sixty five, and the existing houses are out there. Sitting in good shape. See, here's what I would say. Okay, I thought you were
2: going the other route. To get
3: thrown into the competition of new construction, you have to be either a newer home, meaning the last, let's say, six years or less, in my opinion, and then – and or you have to have a remodeled home that is current with colors and and styles. And so people really will compare the two together. And where you have the advantages, like Chris was talking about earlier – Having all the bells and whistles, you already have the deck built, the landscaping done, the irrigation's in, the drapes are on, the you know everything's landscaping. In.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, big things like that. I, I totally agree with you, and I think uh, you know how we try to market our properties is that that if we're in that price range against other people that mm-hmm. are building new, you have to subtly do it. Says, so hey, look at we got a way better house than you know, a new construction and it's way less money, you can't do that. You just Mm -hmm. have to, you got to give them the value pieces. So if you've got, uh, you know, uh, solid uh, oak panel doors, you know, you you say that because they know if they're looking to build and, hey, I want solid oak panel doors, they're going to cost you whatever, $250 more (laughs) a door. You know, and so then they'll start counting it up themselves and starting to see that value, or you know, talking about the landscaping. But mm-hmm. I think it's—I think you really got to be cautious when you are existing home. You have to really be cautious of saying, "Hey, I spent this much money on my house." Yeah, because uh, twofold. Number one, people then try to uh, judge it, but then sometimes people also think, "Gosh, I—I th- would have thought that would have cost them a lot more." Yeah. And So you just ruin the value of what you're you're trying to do.
3: Right. Exactly. So. literally. Okay.
1: All right. Let's see. We got another you, text. Uh, <laughs> are middle class people being priced out of the Twin Cities?
3: Middle class is different. I think. I think that's putting people in the categories. Um, I think that when, you, depending on your budget, there, there, yeah, there's a, a little bit of a. I don't say priced out, but you know, there was. A, I just saw an article that came in that said, if we don't fix the affordability issue, we're going to become another Seattle where prices go out of you know they go crazy and people won't be able to afford anything. Um. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I wish I, I don't Minnesota is one of those uh, areas where there's so many good jobs here and there's a lot of people, you know, transferring in and out. I think the city is great and we have room to expand Whereas you see some of these coastal cities. They don't have that room to expand. We can like for example, I just found that house. Um, if you wanted to stay in the two thirty eight, $238,000 Rangers, a house up in uh, Cambridge right now for 1400 square feet, two bedroom, two bath Rambler with a two car garage slab on grade. So you just might have to go out a little farther. So in the Twin Cities, the the texture might be correct. I mean, you might be pricing out your, your owners or your yeah, Yep. Citizens.
1: All right. If you want to send a text, it's, again, it's the same number as the phone number. You can call in your question, too. 651-989-9226. Uh, let's grab it. Oh, is the Parade of Homes, another Parade of Homes question. All new construction.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's all new homes. What is it, 385 homes yep. that are out there? Yeah. And then there, there's a remodeler showcase. That I think that's at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have that. And uh, But yeah, it's it's all new construction. A lot of times existing homes try to play off of the parade, mm-hmm. you know, and sell their house and do open houses kind of at the same time as well. I've just, I've never seen that really work.
3: So here, I pulled a stat for you guys. So kind of talking about affordability again, not to be, you know, the same uh, drum here, but a uh, number of homes that are priced at more than $1 million. There's 33 homes in the Parade of Homes right now that are over a $1 million. Guess how many houses are under $300,000? Uh,
2: in the whole Parade of Homes? Mm-hmm. In the whole Parade of Homes? Does that include townhomes or homes? Everything.
3: Everything that's in the Parade. Seven. There's 12. Wow. Okay. So it shows yeah. you, you know, I mean, it comes to the point of where the builders that are out there, they, they you know, putting the deals together, being creative and having the materials. And, yeah, that, that whole discussion we had last week was awesome.
1: Yep. With Betsy. Yep. Yeah. So again, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six to connect with your real estate question. Here's a text that says, "I have a home, three bed, three bath on the Lake Waconia. What's the best time of the year to list?"
3: That's a Chris Rooney question.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you. A, a great time to list
2: is right now. Uh, fall. Fall sales on the lake are really good, and and I've talked about this a lot, but. Um, typically people, uh, are busy during the summer, mm-hmm. you know, they're kind of doing their stuff and they're, they're watching what's on the market. Maybe they've missed out on a couple and they've seen some, then all of a sudden it gets to fall and they're like, geez, um, otherwise we're going to miss that whole lake season mm-hmm. again. So the fall turns out pretty good. It's beautiful out. Um, the lakes aren't as busy, mm-hmm. you know? So if you're on a busier lake, I mean, that, that sometimes helps, <laughs> you know, cause if you're in, I mean, there's some paths and stuff on uh, busy lakes that you go there on a Saturday. I mean, it's kind of crazy.
3: Yeah, too much traffic. Yeah. yeah,
2: so so I don't. The fall is really good, um, and I always say when it's when blue and green when you have those things, you know. And sometimes you can uh, hit it in the winter as well, um, but hopefully you've taken pictures and stuff and captured what it looks like in the summer.
1: Good idea. We have another half hour of the show to go. You can call in or text in your real estate question here on CCO. And we're back with The Real Estate Show, welcoming your real estate questions either by phone or by text. Uh, same number applies, 651-989-9226. Call it in or text it in. Uh, we would have some great uh, questions uh, via text. Let's uh, get back to them. I have new construction homes, texter says, in the 269-9 and up in Farmington, TC Construction. There's yeah. a plug.
2: There you go. There, there you go. That, awesome. What, which number... Where are they?
3: Look Andy, it up. you got that, the magazine. You know, here's what I'd say. There's a reason why they print <laughs> that book, Chris, so everybody can have access to them. They're oh, at really? Holiday Gas at Station stores. Holiday. Grab one. Yes. Yeah. Go front you, to back, back to front. This is an informational radio
1: want. show, though. You it have seems, to help out. It seems thicker than
2: it well, used to be.
3: I've okay. gotten texts, too, saying there's a bunch of stuff up in Isanti that's in the 460s. Okay, great. There's 12 of them. We could list them all, but there's 12 people under 300,000, and that's the whole point of it was there's 385 houses. Only 12 of them are under 300,000. So the point of the, the conversation was just to say that there's not enough in the affordability range yeah. of what the average sale price in the Twin Cities is. <laughs> All right. Boom. So you're not getting Drop pushed out of the
2: Twin Cities. You got to go to Farmington, Parada, or Isanti, or Cambridge.
3: Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, sent the text in. Parade Homes <laughs> <It's> one twenty nine. One twenty nine <laughs> is the number. Uh, when selling a home, texter wants to know at what point do you have to pay capital gains tax?
2: All right. If we can't answer, you can't uh, really uh, legal or, or tax. Questions, But I'll tell you what, if I lived in a house and uh, two out of the previous five years and uh, me and my wife sold that and made made 500000 or less, I wouldn't have to pay any capital gains tax. And then I could move to another house. And every two years, I could do that same thing. Do the thing. same thing. Yeah. Yep. So, um, or and singles half The that. old taxes used to be that you could kind of just keep moving it, mm-hmm. and you had a one-time exemption of $150,000. So yeah. um, you have to it – it's not the cost of what your house is. It's how much you made. So if you yep. um, sold a house for $2 million – but you owed after you did everything 1.6 million you would have made 400,000 so
3: everybody making fun of you of having that shoebox with all your receipts in it chris now they're, who, they're not who's laughing, laughing anymore, anymore. who's yeah. laughing exactly. who's crying yeah 651-989-9226 <laughs>
1: nine, 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 two, two, that's the phone number that's the text number uh, for your uh, real estate uh, type of questions so what, is this? what are some good reputable builders
2: and new construction companies around that 300,000 mark
3: I would recommend that each individual do their own research and find a builder that fits your needs for the specific needs that you have because some builders are better at slab on grade. Some builders are better at, you know, the split entry style houses. And so every builder actually – They get you know, a niche. They do have a niche and then they get really affordable. So some of these guys and gals that are out there building these houses, let's say they really dial in the numbers on a, a specific floor plan and they can get that number really attractive because everybody, you know, they say, hey – Framers, electricians, plumbers. We're going to build fifty of these this year. So everybody, give me your best price so we can sell fifty of them. And that's what everybody works together collectively to do.
2: Yeah, and then the contractors know how to do it too, and they know what exact materials to have out there. and They don't have extra, and so that everyone can kind of get them better. So the the less Mm non-custom, the better. Yep, you know. So that's yeah, that's a that's I think that's a great example. And I think what other attributes would you look for? I mean, to me, um, warranty work is a big one.
3: Yeah, you know, warranty work's a big one. You know, and I always say when you're shopping new construction, a lot of times if you, when you close on that house, you want to make sure that you have everything in that house adequately complete to the level that you can live with. Meaning, if it's missing the front door and they have it taped and they say, hey, the front door is coming next week and the front door never comes, um, you know, buyer beware. I think that there's, you know, um, when you look at any construction situation, um, everybody that's in that industry is busy. And it's, it's real easy for everybody to hustle right now to get things done before closing. I like punch lists done before closing. I don't like open lists. Um, like things to be buckled up, you know, just for the homeowner's mental peace of mind. I mean, because otherwise it can be stressful. You know, a great event can go sour really fast.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it is a stressful event. It's a long time. You kind of do with stuff and, um, you know, and rain delays and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And and it's not perfect. That's another misnomer. Right. Everyone thinks, hey, it's new construction. Everything's going to be perfect. And it's, yeah. it's just not. It's
3: well, not. I've helped buyers go to builders where you'll read their reviews. And some of them are, you know, this this was a horrible experience. And then the next customer will say, this was the best experience I've yeah. ever had. I think is managing the expectations and understanding what you're really getting into. If you know you're getting into a, a six-month to a one-year build time, well, guess what? If your house gets built in that window, that's acceptable. And rain and delays. And I think a lot of times too, scheduling, if you're a micromanager, building a house can be very tricky because the builders, as organized as they are, it can be tricky because you don't have the ability always to hit that. A lot of times it's the window. The electrician can be there between Monday and Monday, not Monday morning at 8 o'clock. It's some a whole, people, dom-
1: it's a whole domino thing. Yeah, and you know? some
3: people sit there in their lawn chair waiting yeah. for the electrician to show up really at eight is o'clock is. on Monday. Right.
1: Uh, we have callers uh, to help out uh, this morning as well. Let's uh, talk to Hugh, uh, who's calling. Hugh, what is your question for the guys? Hello, My Hugh. Question is, yes.
0: I have a uh, seasonal cabin in northern Minnesota, and I'm wondering if there—I have a mortgage on it, um, uh, about worth half the uh, the value of the cabin. I'm wondering, is it possible to get a construction loan to do a major remodel uh, that could later be wrapped into a new total mortgage?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, um, the, I, I think I mean the best route to go is to get somebody that's local up there yep. that'll do the construction loan because they, they understand the market a lot better. You mm-hmm. might not... Uh, get the understanding from maybe down here in the Twin Cities uh, that you might up there. And then you can just kind of overall refinance it, and you can do that anywhere as long yeah. as the appraisal works.
3: Well, and maybe you have a, a nice house here down in the cities, and you take that house here and you use a line of credit to compare or get the work you know completed at the cabin. And then, you know, when you depending on how you do your taxes or whatever else, it may benefit you to keep that line of credit against your house or refinance. Or maybe you refinance the cabin once all the work is done and pay off the line of credit or whatever. So. A lot of options.
2: We don't give legal or tax advice. Correct. That's Hypothetically. Andy
1: was talking about himself.
3: Behind the dumpster, behind the building.
1: Let's go back to the phone. Scott has been waiting there to ask a question. Scott, uh, good morning. What can we do for you?
3: Yeah. Hey, good morning, fellas. Uh, Hey,
0: Chris, you helped me sell a house out in Minnetrista a few years ago. Uh, Scott out there on Saunders Lake. I don't know if you remember or not. But anyways, my my question is also cabin-related. I just purchased a uh, cabin, and in fact, I'm heading up for the first time up in Hayward, Wisconsin. And uh, the night before I closed on the cabin, I got a text message from the realtor asking me to not only bring a cashier's check for the down payment, but also a check for $800 for the propane that was left in the tank. And that was never discussed or never really included in the purchase agreement, and nothing was ever said of it. So it, it turned out all right. I ended up not paying it, but it created kind of an awkward uh, moment at close, and it, uh, it uh, prolonged the close for some time until we worked it out. I was wondering what, uh, what the uh, protocol is on that, if it's buyer-related, seller-related, or if it's just negotiable.
2: Fantastic. Good to hear from you, Scott. Uh, you'll have to invite me to your cabin. <laughs> now that you got a good he, propane. You he didn't even too. use any
3: swear words to describe the experience I know. That's exactly.
2: Great. Exactly. But um yeah, I mean, you know, that's that would be a Wisconsin purchase agreement. I guess I'm not yeah. as familiar with that. On the on the Minnesota purchase agreement, mm-hmm. it does state in there. Uh the proration of those utilities. And typically what you're doing is you're you're paying for whatever propane's there that you're gonna use later on for you. Right. And it's Otherwise, hey, if it was a uh, center point, they would stop their gas bill and then you would start mm-hmm. it over. Right. So.
3: Well, or, or they should the, be explained have the tank and told. Moved and then they have an empty tank brought out to the house and then you move into a new place, you have an empty tank. So it's, I think it's more of a, you know, it's kind of like putting gas in the car. It's like, hey, the, the tank is half full and it, but you'd think, I, I understand where he's coming from where you'd almost just presume that you'd have a full tank of propane to start the process, but.
2: But it, it's yeah, not the way it works. And if you're not if you're not told or you don't know, you know if you're if you know that from the front, okay, that makes sense. But mm-hmm. if you're not told, well, then that's where the problems come, and that's what and that's what happens at closings. Yep. All of a sudden, it's like, what? I didn't know that. I don't. I, I'm not. I don't have another eight hundred dollars. And well, and I'm unfortunately, sure people
3: don't usually realize it until they're calling the utility companies to do their final payments or final bills, and then they go, Oh, geez, I forgot we have eight hundred mm-hmm. bucks worth of propane out there you know, or whatever. So
2: yeah, it's interesting too. So when, when you're selling and you have city water, city water and sewer, uh, typically always the, the, uh, title company holds money back for mm-hmm. that final payment because that final payment, if you don't pay your water and city bill, it becomes a, uh, against the property, mm-hmm. you know, so it as comes assessment. So they keep money back. And it was a good question. Why are they holding that $200, right. you know? Well, they'll give it back to you, but they got to make sure. Well,
3: you know? and just to keep in perspective, that is the only utility that actually stays on the property, like gas and electric and everything else can follow the tenant. So, but yeah, it, if, it, if it declares or, you know, uh, clouts the title, they want to make sure it's paid.
1: 651-989-9226. That applies to both the phone call question uh, for your real estate question or the text uh, question. Uh, do you think neighborhoods ever complain about the Parade of Homes? Is texture texter? Yep. Oh to? yeah,
2: <laughs> for sure they do. And my I, phone I, is busy right yeah. now. But yeah. I think I think developers and builders yeah. are conscious about that because if it's in a yeah. development that's got a new new construction home, more likely they built that other house. Right. And they don't want to tick off their old customers. Right. Um. So uh, I know we we have a model. Uh, it's number one sixteen. It's in mm-hmm. uh, kind of that uh, Prior Lake Credit River Lakeville area, yep. and um. You know, they're they're blocking off some of – you can only park on one side of the street, yep. you know, so people can get through.
3: That, that's fair. I mean, you know, and I think that the thing is, too, is that, you know, just even the the last-minute scramble to get the sod down, for example, and then the way the sod butts up to your yard and it doesn't butt up just right. And I think that there's th- – the the parade is a scramble for a lot of guys and gals to get their stuff ready so they can just, you know, have it available. They'll come back, you know what I mean, and they can adjust that. You know, once the dust kind of settles from the parade starting, I'm sure the landscape crews can come back. The other thing is is that if you do have a driveway and you're in front of a model home which is great. Um great opportunity for the little kids to sell lemonade.
1: <laughs> we had a little Makes girl. We it, huh? had a
3: little girl last year up in Blaine that sat there selling soda pop out of a cooler and she I think she paid for her college. I don't know. She uh, she was doing well she was cute so everybody was buying from her so worked out pretty good for her.
1: All right again if you have a a real estate type of question you want to call it in 651-989-9226. Is the number same number for your text messages? Do you think Texter says there are any contractors out there looking for land, or do you, or do you do any of those things? We have an existing house on the property now.
3: Ah, uh, yeah, yes, I do. Course, I have yeah. active builders and developers looking for dirt as we speak. Yep. Yeah, so contact the show. We'd sometimes love those
2: you. little infill projects are uh, very attractive to people, and typically mm-hmm. you get more money for them because um, uh, they're just. I mean if you can if you can plop them in, so let's just we're talking about the twin cities. If you yep. get something kind of in the the inner ring that's just kind of a, a spot that you can, you know, put out five lots or whatever, you can find a lot of people that can afford that. And some people mm-hmm. might push it to be able to to get that. So Well and a
3: lot of the developers now too, Danny, I don't know if you've, you know, really paid attention, but the bigger tracts of land, the hundreds of acres are getting bought by the Wall Street style builders that can come in and write out a forty million dollar check. The smaller builders that are are used to work with developers locally, um, it's getting to be a little bit of a, a battle for those local builders because there's not a lot of development going on where they say, hey, everybody, come on in and buy my lots. Most developments are pre-sold to the national builders or to the, you know, the bigger players in town. And then so the smaller builders, you know, under 200 houses a year, which sounds crazy to me, but the or even under 50 um, are buying the lots individually. So. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you what, we have more show to come. We'll take a quick break here and invite you to call in your real estate question or text it in here on this Saturday morning. We are back with our real estate show around every Saturday here on CCO in the uh, 10 o'clock hour, always welcoming your phone calls related to uh, real estate, phone calls, and text messages as well. Same number applies, 651-989-9226. I'll tell you what, let's go back to the phones. I think Dave is calling from Clearwater with a uh, question. Thanks, uh, Dave, for your call. What, what can we do for you?
0: Uh, good morning. I've got a question. We've got a lake home uh, passed down to the kids. The kids want to buy it within, them, within the family. What's the best way to value that to come up with a good purchase, fair value?
2: Yeah, you you need mm-hmm. to do that, too, for um, tax purposes because if you give it to them for two less, it, it could cause problems. Um, what do you think, Andy? I mean, it, I think well, it's a combination. I, I would get a couple of realtors and an appraiser. Right.
3: Well, that that's exactly right. We had one uh, last year. I had a family. There were seven kids in the family. The estate, actually, they were beyond the situation that, uh, that Dave is in here. But they were at the point of estate where they had three appraisals and they took the middle appraisal. But that, you know, you could spend – $1,600 getting a couple, three appraisals. So, you know, it really depends on how much you want to spend, but I, at least one good appraisal, um, you know, and, and let them know what you're doing and, and try to come up with a fair price, but maybe not overprice it. Um, and then some people will just say, you know, hey, it's worth 400000 but, hey, whoever buys it from the family will will sell it for three fifty or something right. like that. So it's fair.
1: Yep. Yep. A wants to know, is it a good or bad idea to have an open house at the same time as the Parade of Homes? It's never a bad idea.
2: Uh-huh. Um, you right. know,
1: it's, I don't... I don't think you
2: should expect that you're going to get 300 people through your open. house. I just house.
3: hope it's not one of my clients because
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm a little thin this weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, I uh, mean, sometimes people that are looking at those, I mean, a lot of them are looking for ideas and stuff like sure. that. And uh, but there are some buyers too. So it's not that you don't ha- do open houses, but
3: well, you know, and it's interesting too. You know, like we'll, Danny, we'll have our setup where we'll have the parade sign. They look for the yellow signs. Sure. And we've had other models where sometimes you don't know, only have one, but we have three or four. You know, maybe spec homes or you know. Uh, whatever inventory homes as we call it um up people will drive right by them they go just to the parade homes so there are open houses but i mean people are very intentional they're going to you know parade number or whatever and they'll drive right by three open houses to get to that parade number so i mean statistically you know you you should be able to you have more traffic going by you should be able to get it's a few people
2: you extra would say yeah, yeah. But you got to yeah. remember they they've planned this out i mean you can mm-hmm. uh, you can do a whole uh Driving tour. planning tour uh, online, and then it's like, hey, this is not in the. It's not in the way we got to get right. to this one, and go to that one.
3: Right. Yep.
1: Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six is our number. Uh, we were talking off air about a little uh, wine and cheese event. What's that all about? Yeah.
3: Well, we as long as we're so heavy on parade homes this week, we wanted to uh, invite number uh, the parade number is three three eight. Uh, it's a big two story listed for two forty nine nine. 9- Up in Blaine and from 1 to 5 today we're going to have a meet the builder. We've got Pat Flynn up there from uh, Eternity Homes and then they're doing a wine and cheese the whole afternoon. Mm. So come on up and they've actually put out a really nice spread. We have Randy at Fairway Mortgage that's been doing that for us for quite a few years. And they put on a beautiful spread, have a lot of fun, different flavors of wines. And then you get to ask all those great questions, you know. So even if you're remodeling or whatever you're doing, um, come on up today from 1 to 5, number
2: 338. 338 is that Do you get to drink while you work?
3: Yeah, you know me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course you don't not. do that. Yeah, no, I d- yeah, well, no, I, I would what? have maybe a soda. We well, are
1: talking about open houses, and a texter wants to know what is the best day of the week, if there is one, to have an open house?
2: Sunday, 12 to 2, not during football season. What's your. <laughs> well, how about you, Andy? I,
3: you know, yes, I agree. It probably is a and, good time. And, It is. And like tomorrow, if there's actually a little weather where it's a little rainy, it's. all oh, you knock it out of the park. It's great. Um, I find, yes, I agree with Sundays. And then I also. Um, I've had a ton of luck with existing homes where I'll do like five to seven or four to six in on a Wednesday. Um, Wednesdays seem to be a great day of the week um, during the middle of the week as well. And you get that when you advertise that open house. A lot of people are like, hey, between picking up the kids, dropping off at work, going home to soccer practice. Now, the people are moving 100 miles an hour, so you don't have a lot of time to lallygag. But you have your brochures at the door. People come in. They look at the house. They come back. And uh, it gets it gets the ideas, you know, moving. And
2: truly, during the football season, and if the Vikings are it's doing good. no joke. Good, yeah, if they play at 3 o'clock, 12 to 2, that's fine. If they play at noon, you can go like 2 to 4, you know, because mm-hmm. then, hey, if it's bad at halftime, they'll just go, but they'll still get there before 4 o'clock. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we've done them during mm-hmm. the middle of games, and it's 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 dead zone.
3: Yeah, that and then really nice days on Saturdays when it's sunny and beautiful out on a Saturday, we don't see anybody. I mean, it's it's crazy how Saturdays have been tough to – Get people in when it's nice.
1: We have a couple of minutes to go on the show, but Yvonne is calling from St. Michael, I believe, with a question. Yvonne, what is your question this morning?
0: Okay, when a person buys a home as is, who pays for the electrician and the gas person to check to make sure that it's a safe
2: home? Okay, typically when you when you purchase a home as is, uh, it's as is as the date of closing, so typically people will do an inspection and uh, have an inspector come out or and or contractors to come out and look at it. Yep. So, But there are some times that people say, you know what? I am doing a thing. You, it doesn't matter what you want or whatever. It's still as is as the date of closing. But they typically then have to accept that
1: stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I agree. I, I We've – when we've looked at properties that are as is, we, um, our, our you know, red flags go up a little bit. makes us bring in probably another level of experience when we're looking at the properties for the buyer because now we're actually on a hunt to find what's wrong with the property because as is it does give the illusion that there's something wrong with the house that you're trying to hide. So then people will spend more time doing their due diligence and bringing out an actual electrician, maybe a plumber, um, and, and getting a complete thorough uh, home inspection, which I think is a fantastic idea.
1: All right, we've 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 got about a minute or so to go. Tell us again where that uh, little wine and cheese uh, uh, party is.
2: <laughs> well, if it's the address party.
3: is 4508-121st-Court. Uh, uh,
1: That's
2: in what city? Blaine, Blaine. Yep, Blaine, yep.
3: So if you go up 35W or whatever and it's right off Lexington, you know, there's a big fleet farm up there. You head north on Lexington. It's right up there on the right side in the... Um, just follow the signs. I'm sure we'll have some pink uh, EH signs out there. So, yeah,
2: hey, and ours we finally I I've wanted yeah. the long driveway. You know the long driveway to yeah. the house on the right. hill. We've got it. So number one sixteen, you come to that. They put up big trees along it. It's pretty cool. Now where's the town? house? Is great too. It's well, it's it's in kind of Credit River New Market Township. So right by Heritage Links Golf Course and yeah. territory. It's in the Reverence is what it's called. So mm. yeah, so instead of winding 35W to take a right at the big stop. <laughs> And you'll run into it.
1: All right. Now, some folks are are reading some text messages about getting in touch with you guys about various things that maybe we talked about today. How do we do that? What's the easiest way? Yeah,
2: Usually the easiest way is to go andyandrooney.com. We have a get a hold of us thing there. You can tell us everything about it. And uh, otherwise, we can get phone numbers too.
3: Uh, 763-433-0850.
2: Yeah. And mine's 952 270
1: 5595. Good to see you guys. We'll have another you show too. next week here on News Talk 830 WCCO.
3: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend a here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.